What's up, everyone? My name is Joe Navarro. I am your host, and this is Empower Co's podcast, All Things Wellness. Hello, hello, my beautiful in community. How are you, beautiful people? I hope you're having a wonderful Monday morning afternoon or evening, depending on where you're at and where you're listening from. Thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of All Things Wellness. Today, we are actually going to be talking about your brain, because I think it's something that a lot of us sort of forget that we have to take care of. We always talk about taking care of your body, eating healthy, this and that. But we sometimes forget that if we do not take care of our brain, the rest of our body is not really going to follow suit, right? So this entire episode is literally about the brain, some of my favorite kind of pro tips and tricks that I've learned along the way and how each chemicals, the four main chemicals we've got sort of going on in our in our brain affect us and what a deficiency in those chemicals can look like. So this is a great opportunity for you if you are listening and you're maybe feeling anxiety, depression, you're feeling fatigued, you're having mood swings, um, you know, you're having feelings of hopelessness or, you know, uh, all the things, right? This is the episode for you to sort of listen very closely and make a mental checklist of like, oh, I'm feeling this, 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 this goes with this chemical. That means I'm missing oxytocin or maybe endorphins, you know, and like, and then because I'm awesome and I'm here to serve you guys in the best possible way, I'm going to give you some ways to remedy that, okay? We're going to go over the deficiency first and then on how you can go ahead and just combat it, you know, just make it better. So if you're ready for that, I know I am. We're going to go ahead and get started. It's just going to be me today, but I hope that you guys learn a lot, take a lot from this episode And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, as always, please reach out uh, through our email, through our social, and we will make another episode about all your questions if necessary. So let's dive right in, okay? Here we go. So the four main chemicals that we're going to talk about today is dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, and endorphins. Those four play a huge, 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 huge role in brain function and how we feel and our mood and so many, so many things, right? And unfortunately, we only have so much time. We obviously also have like GABA, who, which is the main like inhibitor, if you will, like your neurotransmitter and it helps increase feelings of, you know, calm or relaxing. It helps you reduce stress and pain. It helps improve sleep. Um, it actually also helps with concentration. 
stuff like that. You know, we also have the one I can never say you guys, so don't judge. But it's like um like no epinephrine. Something like that, right? I can never say it, you guys. I've been literally every single time in the like five years that I've been trying to genuinely say this word every single time I just look at it and I'm like, there it is. It's my arch nemesis when it comes to the brain and its chemicals. So don't judge. I'm learning every single day. But for whatever reason, this word and I just, we're, it's not happening. Okay. But Mr. Nanepinephrine, right? <laughs> assists in our fight or flight response. It can help us moderate our moods um, by helping with our anxiety and depression if we have a lot of it, okay? So there's obviously other chemicals. I just wanted to bring that to light. It's not just these four that we're going to talk about today. So definitely, I always, always recommend do your research, talk to your healthcare professionals, and see how they're able to help you if you feel that maybe it's something else rather than just strictly going by what I'm saying today on this episode. But I do believe that a lot of what I am going to share today is going to be extremely helpful for you. So here we go. Okay, so the first one that we're going to be talking about today is a dopamine. Okay, that is like the the happy, the happy hormone is what I like to call it, right? Um, if you have a deficiency in dopamine, listen right up. You're probably a pro procrastinator, okay? You might struggle with low self-esteem or lack of motivation. You might feel really tired and fatigued. Um, you also might have uh, mood swings or feeling very hopeless. You might have feelings of anxiousness or just anxiety in general. And you might not be able to focus too well. Okay, so if those things are kind of lacking for you, I got you. Okay, so this is what I want you to do. If these are the things that you feel are sort of lacking, that you're struggling with, I want you to go out and try something new. Anything. Painting, hiking, the gym, new food, going to yoga, whatever. Try something new. Okay? It's it's going to spark that dopamine in you and it's going to start it's going to start doing its thing. Okay? Also, making a small task list and actually following it through. So what happens with this, it's the reward chemical, right? That's dopamine. It's the reward chemical. And what it does is if we complete small tasks, like making our bed in the morning, you already did something. You already completed a task. Therefore, it gives you dopamine. Therefore, it's like, oh, I can complete another task. All right, I'm going to go make breakfast. Cool, check. I made breakfast and then I ate breakfast. Check. So it's things like that, you guys. Just making a small list of things that maybe you do every single day. 
but getting yourself into a routine of saying like, man, I checked these things off and knowing that actually doing the thing is what's going to get your brain going. It's when to get the chemicals flowing, right? And it's actually going to make you feel better. Because we never really feel like doing the thing that we need to do before we do it, right? We, we never really feel like, oh man, like some, some days, especially if we're really tired, right? Because that's one of those symptoms. It's fatigue. If we're really tired and we just really don't feel, we have lack of motivation, right? Another one of the deficiency symptoms. We're like, oh, I don't, I don't really feel like working out. I don't feel. That's your brain saying, Bro, I need dopamine and I need you to give it to me. I need you to create this for me. So then you go, you throw on some music, which is another remedy, by the way. Music is great. Oh, gosh. Like, I'm going to have somebody talk about uh, music wellness very soon. And you guys, oh, just so good. Stay tuned for that. But you throw on some music, you get your task list going, and you do a small list of things that you know need to get done and you do them and i you'll see your brain will start will start going okay because this this chemical right the reward chemical it's linked to motivation and actually memory right which is also why a lot of people that have ADHD whether it's inattentive or hyperactive struggle with memory loss or like memory issues and the thing is that it's it's their brain it's not like they just oh they forget the and then normally when they go on Adderall or some medication or they get into a better routine or they start doing things that are gonna help with that right um me being diagnosed with inattentive ADHD a year and a half ago was transformational and I was like oh that's that's what's wrong with my brain cool and just doing the things guys that I'm telling you right now so good such a change such a transformation highly recommend okay so now we're gonna move on to the next one and that is the lovely serotonin so serotonin Okay, you guys, I have so many notes here. It's ridiculous. But serotonin is pretty much our mood stabilizer. Okay, so if you have a deficiency in serotonin, this is what it might look like. You might also suffer with low self-esteem, anxiety, but in a a way where it could even lead to panic attacks. So like severe anxiety, panic attacks. Um, you're hypersensitive or people might even say that you're like overly sensitive. Sometimes you struggle with like mood swings, you have depression, like depression, right? You might even have insomnia or have like social phobias that you just, you really don't like crowds. You don't like being around people. You isolate yourself, that kind of thing. Um, and did I say mood swings? Because obviously serotonin being our mood stabilizer, if we're suffering with mood swings all the time, then there you go, right? So this, this is the remedies that I would recommend 
if you are struggling with a serotonin deficiency. First and foremost, first and foremost, serotonin is linked not only to memory, you guys, okay? It's linked to learning. It's linked to contributing to feelings of well-being and happiness, okay? So how good you feel about your well-being, your genuine joy response, right, comes from this. And these are the scientifically, this is all science-based, guys. These are all from researched articles. This is all knowledge. This is not just, oh, well, you're a wellness coach. No, 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 no. This is all science-based, okay? So what you first, first and foremost, what you need to do is change your diet. A healthy diet and exercise will do wonders wonders for your mood believe it or not for your mental health a healthy diet and exercise is revolutionary and absolutely necessary i cannot you guys i cannot stress that enough okay go get some sunlight go outside you know, open the curtains, open the blinds, let that sunlight come in, go out in nature, go take a walk, go for a hike. All, all these things, you guys, meditation, oh my gosh, meditation. Look, I'm gonna put you on meditation real quick. I know I've talked to, if you've seen my previous episodes, Alex has talked about meditation, um, from bravery coaching, uh, Angel has Santiago that I've known for years and years also spoke about meditation being one of the main things to start with gratitude and gratitude practice in your life, which is also, by the way, known to help with serotonin, right? Getting into a state of gratitude and just an overall wellness thing. Um, but meditation actually helps increase your IQ. It relieves stress. It actually promotes higher learning. So like meditate, (laughs) just trust me on this. You guys trust me. I didn't believe it either a long time ago. Like the first time someone ever recommended, oh girl, you need to go meditate. I promise it'll change your life. And I was like, you do not know how my brain works. Back in then, and I didn't know how my brain works, so that made sense. But I I was like, there's no way me sitting down or laying down or whatever, listening to somebody telling me how to breathe and guiding me through this, you know, of me observing my thoughts was going to do anything for me. I was like, yeah, okay, that's not, that's not a thing. Mm-mm. Nope, not for me. Thank you. Until one day, I just got to a point where I was like, you know what? Okay, let's meditate. Let's let's see what this does. Okay. All right. Here we go. And then I did it, you guys. And let me... I swear by it. Hand to heart. Hand over Bible. Like, please do yourself a favor. It's free on YouTube. You can get millions of... Medi- like 
on your Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you listen to music, you could probably find like guided meditations. Literally, just look them up online, guided meditations. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of sources that help you with guided meditations. And just see what is the right fit for you because one meditation coach may be amazing for me, but it might not be the right fit for you. So definitely get on that meditation. So recapping, serotonin, mood stabilizer. If you are deficient here, nature, sunlight, exercise, a healthy diet, dark leafy greens, protein, good, good fats. I'll put you on that in a minute as to why. And meditation. Okay. This will also help improve your memory. If you're like, I never remember where my phone is at, or I lose my car keys every other day. Just do, do the thing. Just do the thing. Just listen. Joe's got you, okay? I got you. All right, moving on. Oxytocin. This is what I would like to call the love hormone. Because it is. Okay. <laughs> um, can y'all tell I'm tired? No? Okay. Great. If you can, and if you're someone that you really know me, you're close, then you're just like, oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> you're tired. So. But it's okay. I'm here for you guys. I want to do this for you guys, and I'm excited to share all this amazing information with you. So let's continue, shall we? Oxytocin, which we know as the lover, the love hormone. If you have, you guys, this is actually really important because lack of oxytocin has also been linked to suicide. So hear me out on this. This is actually really important. It's not just the, oh, physical touch. No, listen. If you are feeling super stressed, again, you're not really motivated, you have really low energy, like, or your energy is just depleted a lot faster than usual. You also have insomnia, feelings of anxiety, um, that you're also, this is the most important one, I think, is that you feel sort of like disconnected from your relationships. Like you just, the minute people start kind of trying to come into your bubble, if you will, you feel lonely, right? You have these feelings of loneliness but you're also like super disconnected from the people that are even like you don't even notice they're trying to step into your bubble. Okay. So just we'll call it disconnecting from your relationships. So if you're feeling these things, like you're just like, whatever, like it just, I don't care. Like, I just don't care to like, and these, these are just genuine connections that you have already. It's not just like, going out in public like with serotonin and stuff like that. No, no, no. With oxytocin, it's like the ones that you've already harnessed, right? These are relationships that are already in your life that you're just starting to sort of like push away. Even though even even though you might know that these like logically that these relationships may be good for you, you're just like, mm, no thanks. 
Like I just, meh, whatever. Okay. So if that's how you're feeling, I got you. Try, if you have pets, they're a huge boost of oxytocin. Go play with your puppy, take them to the park or your cat. You know, it's pets 100% recommend. And you would be adopting a wonderful fur baby that needs love too. So it's a win-win and big, big advocate for, for animals over here. So, yes. Um, Another remedy I would recommend is showing or doing a kindness for someone else. Like doing a favor for somebody else or helping someone else. That actually helps us get that boost of oxytocin. Because it's that feeling of, man, I just made a difference in someone's life. And by doing that, you make a difference You're making a difference in your own life, which I think is just very beautiful. Um, Also, spending time with friends, you guys. Yes, but I say this in the sense of you have to remember that you are the top five people that you surround yourself with. So make sure that those five people are people that are helping you grow, that are going to be there for you, that are your ride or dies, that are... People that are going to love you through any storm, through any season, and that are going to be understanding and caring of what you're going through, okay? Um, Showing affection, right? Not only just being shown affection to you, but like showing affection. Like if you have little nieces or nephews, like go forth and be with them. You know, like if you have siblings, go hang out with them, you know, your your mom or your – go get a mani-pedi with your mom. Go do whatever, you know, like go play soccer with your dad. Do something, you know, with your family. Show affection in some sort of way. And also physical touch is a big thing. But obviously respecting everybody's boundaries. I always have to say that just in case. Um I don't ever want somebody coming back, oh, well, Joe said that if I wanted to boost my oxytocin, I have to go with physical, no, 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 no. Respect your boundaries and the boundaries of others, okay? Love you. Thank you. So holding hands, hugs, I will always ask my friends or my mom or even my daughter, I'm like, can I have a hug? Like, I need a hug right now. And that just means like, I just, it's, It's the love hormone, you know? It's like we need to feel, like, cared for and nurtured in some sort of way. And it's normal. It's a normal part of life to crave intimacy. And intimacy is not just created by physical touch by any means, which is why I'm saying, like, doing a kindness for others or showing affection in some other way by listening, by having a conversation, by whatever – is such a great way to boost that oxytocin, okay? Um, so yeah, questions, comments, concerns about that, again, please let me know. And moving on to our last one, I'm trying to give you guys a short episode this week, um, trying to round it out at 30 minutes, so let's see if I can, I can make it happen. Our last one is the endorphins. 
most of you would know that endorphins usually come from exercise, right? Um, and endorphins are kind of like our pain relievers, right? So if you have a deficiency in endorphins, then you probably have aches and pains. You're, you probably wake up in the morning like, oh, that's rough. Okay. Um, insomnia. You might also have impulsive behaviors. You just – anything from impulse shopping to just um, – maybe you'll have uh, – oh, my gosh, it escapes me. But it's like chronic lying. Like you're just very impulsive, like whatever, just word vomit all the time. Um, mood swings, depression, also anxiety. Um, and I know you might be wondering, well, like depression, anxiety, and mood swings are, are very common throughout. Um, so it's, it's really paying attention to kind of the specific ones that I said in each one, because you also might be deficient in multiple things. It's not that you might just be deficient in one thing. You could also be deficient in multiple, which means that, Maybe this is really a time for transformation that really needs to happen in your life and you need to go forth and do all the things to get all the chemicals in your brain and get your brain taken care of, get it going, get it functioning the way, the way it's supposed to. And you can do this in such a natural um, and holistic way. And yes, granted, sometimes depending on if you're diagnosed with you know, like I said, ADHD, depression, anxiety, you might need medication and there's nothing wrong with that at all whatsoever. Um, but I'm trying to give you the best do-it-yourself or natural options as possible. Simply because I know that if I'm able to control the situation, especially with my body and my life, I want to be able to do so. If I require more help, however, I am not afraid to go out to my medical professionals and healthcare professionals and ask for their help. Because if I'm not well, I can't show up for everybody that I love and care for the way I want to. You know what I mean? So, okay, real quick. Things to remedy naturally, uh, the lack of endorphins that you might have going on. Yoga and meditation again, right? Yoga is such a thing guys like I got on yoga maybe about like seven or eight years ago never looked back amazing uh, my body is functioning in way better shape since I started doing yoga uh, also that goes with consistent exercise and that's not just like you know with serotonin that if oh you go do you exercise and you get that boost of serotonin no 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 I'm talking like when your body starts getting used to uh, consistent exercise that's when the endorphins are really going to kick in, okay? It, it has to do with that consistency. Also, um, creating, you know, that, that kick sometimes we have to create music or art or just doing something creative is always, is always great. Um, laughter, you guys, is such an amazing pain reliever. That's why whenever if I've ever had a surgery or I've been in an accident of some or just physical pain, I always like to watch comedy shows on Netflix or Prime or whatever. And I instantly just feel better. And it's because of the laughter, 
right? So watch a comedy show, throw that on while you're doing the dishes, throw that on while you're doing laundry. And just if you're feeling a little ache and pains, just see and see how you feel, you know? Um, Also essential oils, depending on which ones, if y'all need a list, I can get you one. But essential oils have also been magical. I have diffusers all over my house, in my room, in my bathroom, when you walk in, like it's did their thing, right? And there's some that I sometimes rub on my temples or in the back of my uh, my ears or on my wrist, depending on what oil it is and for what. And it's also been, it's amazing. I swear by essential oils. They've worked for me for years and years and years and years. And again, it's a very natural remedy, but also to be used in moderation. I always caution people, don't just overuse essential oils because it can also be not fun. Okay. So just be cautioned with that. So yeah, you guys, that is, um, those are the four main chemicals that your brain needs to work. The dopamine, the serotonin, the oxytocin, and the endorphins. I'm going to share with you really quick some brain pro tips that I Brain pro tips. There we go. Okay. Enunciate, Joe. Here we go. Um, That I have learned over the years and that I really recommend for you guys to follow as well. And then that'll be it. But thank you so much, you guys, for for tuning in again. Let's go into those tips and then y'all have a wonderful rest of your day. Okay? Here we go. Okay. So... Our brain, you guys, our mind in and of itself is an amazing, complex, beautiful thing, okay? We have to take more care of our mental wellness and our mental health because, and that is just overall, right? And in, in, in our healing on how we go on our day-to-day, and I'm going to tell you why. The way that you think about things, the way that your brain functions, it it never really stops, right? It's usually always go, 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 go. And here's the thing. Every single day, every single day, you have approximately 70,000 thoughts. 70,000 thoughts, you guys. That's a lot. No wonder we're tired. We tired. Okay? I'll say it for all of us. We tired. But when we understand that our conscious mind, right? While we're awake and present, right? Our conscious mind only controls 5% of our brain. Y'all got, y'all got me on that? Only 5%. The subconscious mind holds 95% of our thoughts. 95% of our thoughts. So imagine if you've been through trauma, through you have PTSD, you have anxiety, you have depression, you have moods, you have all these things because of events that have happened in your past. 
and you have not addressed those things at the root, they are living in your subconscious if you have not actively brought them to your conscious mind and worked and healed them at the root. They live in there. They live in your thoughts. They live in your subconscious mind that controls 95% of our thoughts. That's just wild to me, you guys. Like when I when I learned that, I was like, oh, I need so much therapy. Like it was, it sounds funny, but it's so true. And honestly, therapy is a huge thing for me. I advocate for therapy every every single thing, every single day for every single thing. Go just go to therapy. It'll change your life. It did mine. But here's the thing. Your thoughts are very real, right? This is something that is one of the first things. This is mental wellness 101. Control your thoughts because your thoughts have power. So thoughts are very real. And the thing is that your thoughts cause biological and physiological effects in your body. It's your body pretty much is is responding, right? It's like it's like a mental input as if it were physically real. So your thoughts are literally Think of it as a computer, right? And you're typing into that computer, I am fat. I am ugly. I am never going to find true love. I am poor. I have no money. I am, right? All these things, all these things that we say to ourselves every single day. I'm so stupid. I'm an idiot. I... The list can go on forever, right? So imagine saying those things to yourself, hearing those things, even if it's from other people, right? You start to believe them. And if you start to believe them and if you say them enough, then your body is literally going to receive those thoughts and turn them because they cause, right, the biological and physiological effects. Your body is then going to receive those thoughts and say, oh, we're fat. Oh, we're ugly. Oh, okay. And then based on the all the other subconscious information that we absorb throughout our life, whether it's on social media, on TV, ads, news, whatever, we then say, oh, okay, so this is what I am fat looks like. This is what I am going to be lonely forever looks like. This is what blank looks like. And physically, your body starts responding to it, right? Which is why I say that it is absolutely super important to start changing your thoughts, being, A, first of all, aware of them. Second of all, learning how to talk to yourself is crucial if you're wanting to start your wellness journey and rewiring your mind. Because if you continue to tell yourself, I am fat, I am ugly, I'm going to be lonely forever, I am poor, I am this, then it's never, never going to change. Because that's what you're telling your body that you are. So your body's like, okay, cool, this is, this is what it is. 
I'm not saying to, you know, snap your fingers and say like, oh, I'm 125 pounds fit and healthy. And then it's just magically going to happen. But if you start saying, I love my body and I'm thankful for my body. Or I'm losing weight. It might take a minute, but then your brain is going to be like, oh, we're losing weight. Okay, what are the things we're doing to lose weight? Oh, we're losing, okay. And it might, it might happen slowly, but then your brain is going to receive those things and it's going to turn them into like subconscious. So it's going to start looking for things that are going to propel you in the direction of I'm losing weight. I am making more money. I'm finding a better job. I am surrounded by people that love and appreciate me. Right? So that's that's a whole thing, you guys. And and another thing that I have found, again, I already put you on meditation. We already talked about that. That's a huge thing for the brain. Um like I said, you know, it, it increases your IQ and it just helps you learn, you know, how you're – oh, God, it's it's great. It's, it's just great. Go meditate. <laughs> um, and then the last thing I would say maybe is music. Music is such – such therapy, you guys. You know, um, my little brother that is autistic – he has music therapy and you literally like he's nonverbal but you see him come alive and you see him like wanting to sing along to these songs that I know that he knows and he will get on a beat or he'll get on the drums or he'll get on the guitar or and it's a whole it's a whole his brain just starts firing like you would not believe. And it's it's just beautiful to see. It, it and this happens, right? And I say this not just because I, I physically have seen it like happen for my brother in music therapy, but also because studies have proven over time that music strengthens our brains. Like it literally changes the structure of your brain. So also think about this. If you're listening to really depressive music, and I'm not saying like they're not jams, right? Because we all got those sad songs that we cry to and scream in the car. We all do. It's great. It's fine. Um, tune into my TikTok for a very comedic um, interpretation of what that will look like or has looked like in my life um, <laughs> in the very near future. But music... If you, if you change the narrative, right, of your life with the music that you're listening to is a complete game changer. Let me explain real quick. And I know I already went over 30 minutes. I'm sorry. But this is good. This is good information for you guys. I promise. So let's say that right now you're just listening to a lot of just really like the lyrics, right? They speak to you, but they're dark. They're just dark dark and sometimes we need those like don't get me wrong like evanescence like yes that was amy lee was my girl growing up okay 
I listened to all the bands. The the Paramore. I yep, that was me. Um, just <laughs> if y'all would see my music on shuffle, it's it's a good it's a good time. Um, but sometimes all we need to do is make a playlist. Like for example, I have a playlist called Dopamine Boost. Right. And it helps me so, 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 so much because when I put that, it's just, it's good, happy vibes, dopamine, serotonin, they're all coming in and they're saying that today's a good day to have an amazing day. And I'm ready to do anything. I'm ready to conquer anything. I clean my kitchen three times over and it's never looked better. It just... It's good. Music is such an amazing thing, but we also have to be cautious of the of the music that we sometimes listen to. If we're already in a depressive state and then we continue to listen to just to just really sad music and sad lyrics, we're going to stay there. We're going to stay in that mood because it's going to feed us right that sort of mood, if you will right? So music is amazing. Use it how you need to. Use it as therapy. Scream to it in your car if you need to. Um, Therapy. Yes. And also because y'all know me, I have to throw physical wellness in there somehow. And this is with the last fun fact of the day that your brain, right? And I think this is so important. Oh my goodness. Your brain is two thirds fat. Not like P-H-A-T fat. Cause I mean, sure. You know, it is pretty hot and tempting. We're not, you know, cause we smart, but, but it is two thirds fat, which means there's this, there's this sheath protective covering that we have, right? With our neurons, the sheath protective covering that goes over our neurons is 70% fat. And what happens is if we do not have the right nutrition, then our neurons start to dwindle. And then just me being nice. Okay. So if we want to replenish these neurons, if we want to replenish these brain cells, right? Eating healthy Okay, like fatty fish, um, green leafy veggies, chia seeds, flax seeds, nuts, those sort of things like your omegas, you guys. Oh my gosh. Get on omegas. If you are struggling with any type of deficiencies, I don't care which one it is, get on omegas. 110%. Omega 3s will just help you so much. So, so much. Okay. Um, it's super important that we continuously replenish those neurons and those brain cells so that we may continue having a healthy and happy brain. And I hope you agree with me on that. So yeah, those are my fun facts for the day. I know I have a lot of, um, things up in my, 
brain and I just really want to share them with you because at least I like to think that one of you out there is listening and you're applying all these things that I'm teaching you through All Things Wellness and it's making a difference. So hopefully this did just that. I love you guys so, so much. That is the episode for today and have an amazing wonderful, fantastic rest of your day. Go feed your brain everything that it needs. Get self-aware. Go inward. Do the work. Do the things you know you need to do. I love you so much. Remember that you deserve a life full of love and peace, joy, and just all the good things. Okay, you guys? I love you. And that was our episode for today. If you would like to learn more, please hit the subscribe button and the notification bell to stay tuned on upcoming episodes. If you would also like to follow us on social media, you could find us at Empower Co. Or you can follow me at Empower Joe, J-O, on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much, and I hope you have an amazing day. I love you.